What's up, guys? Welcome to the Combed Education Podcast. My name is Anas. I am your host, your cheerleader, your BFF, your industry auntie. I don't know. I've been called all kind of shit. Um, but at the end of the day, I am somebody who wants to see you succeed in this most incredible industry that I have been super fortunate to be a part of for 21 years. I joke. I can say that now. My career is legal. I can drink legally. My career can drink. <laughs> Anyways, what I want to talk about today is the top three, in my opinion, um, career crushing mistakes that maybe you're making and how to avoid them. So I always say being in this industry for as long as I have, um, I've made my fair share of mistakes, like a shit ton of mistakes, all learning lessons, but mistakes nonetheless. So let me start off by saying this, that no one path is perfect, okay? There's always going to be bumps in the road, but if avoided, you know, could lead to success sooner if you avoid some of these bumps. And I always think if I could go back in time, I would want to knock some sense into younger Aras, like, hey, dum-dum, maybe you should do this instead of that. Yeah, I wish I could do that and go back, but I can't. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to highlight these three career-crushing mistakes that I've seen both in rookie and veteran stylists. And if you are making these mistakes, I'm patting you on the head saying, don't do that. Let's, Let's avoid that. And let's clear your path to success. Okay, so ready? Here we go. Mistake number one, and this isn't just in the hair industry, but it is definitely in the hair industry, Uh, you already know but having the whole I already know attitude oh my god it's gonna make it so hard for you to level up in this industry zero growth can happen for you if you already know everything so I don't want to discredit or offend anybody but I've met so many stylists who are so hard-pressed about being right and already knowing that it's just really unfortunate Because it's going to be detrimental to their career. There's always, 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 always something new to learn. And if you close yourself off to the possibility of that, you're closing the door on your own growth. There are things that you already know. Sure. Yes. Especially if you've been in beauty school or you are in this industry. Like there's shit that you know. Not saying you don't. But there's also, um, there are things that you know that you don't know. There are things that you don't know. And then there are things that you don't know that you don't know. Getting a little philosophical. What is the word I'm trying to say? Philosophical? I don't know. Either way. Um, The last one. So good. There are things that you don't know that you don't know. And so when you already have this whole mindset or this attitude of I already know, you don't even know what you don't know. Right? So anytime you find yourself thinking, oh, I already know this. Like if you're at a class or if a coworker tries to tell you something um, and you go to, oh, I already know, stop yourself right away. Seriously, stop right away and listen to what is being said. You might be surprised. You might be surprised to find that you'll learn something new, that maybe there's a different perspective. Maybe you know one way, but there is like 50 other ways. So This is the most detrimental attitude to have, not only in building your career, but just in life of this whole I already know mentality. Yes, there's shit that you know, but there's shit that you don't know. There's a lot of shit that you don't know. There's a lot of shit that I don't know. Like a lot. But I'm open and willing to learn and hear different perspectives. I'm going to ask that you do the same. Because the second you think you know it all is the second where your career is going to 
come to a screeching halt. There's no room for growth if you already know everything, okay? Mistake number two. Ooh, your girl was guilty of this. It's really hard. Um, maybe I should tell you what it is first. Discounting clients. Okay, are you guilty of this? Because I know I was for a really long time. Um, the thing is, though, we're usually discounting for just a few reasons. Reason number one is you don't think they can afford it. Reason number two is you feel bad for charging them full price. And then reason number three is their family, friends, etc. So let's break these down real quick. Um, the fact that you don't think they can, they, they can afford it. <laughs> what your client can and cannot afford is none of your business. You may love her providing a service, period, end of story. You are not your client's accountant. You're not their bookkeeper. You're not their husband, their wife. At the end of the day, getting their hair done is a luxury and it's their choice to sit in your chair. So be upfront about what the services are going to cost or provide them services within their budget, but don't cut yourself short. Like if they need a full ass transformation, but they have the budget of $120, then you give them $120 service. Don't do the full transformation and then bitch that you only charge 120 because you feel bad that they can't afford it. How do you know? How do you know they can't afford it? You're not in their bank account. You don't know what's in their savings account. You don't know what's in their 401k. You don't know how much money is in there. You don't know. Uh, you're listening to their story and maybe their story could be telling one thing. I knew somebody who was, who literally acted like she had no money. Always, always struggling. Come to find out she had like $80,000 in the bank. I was like, wait. Okay, so don't don't assume. So number two is you feel bad for charging them. So the feel bad, the feel I feel bad. Baby, business and feelings go together as well as vinegar and oil. Okay, they don't mix well. We've all been there. Client is sitting in your chair complaining about money or finances. Times are tough for some people, I get it, okay? But you're running a business. So if you let your feelings get in the way of how you price and charge for your services, you're one billion percent gonna get taken advantage of. 100% guaranteed. So once again, be upfront with what the services are going to cost. Getting their hair done is a luxury. Let them, let your client make the decision on whether or not they want to invest. Invest in you, okay? You don't see Louis Vuitton or Gucci feeling bad for charging a shit ton of money for certain bags, do you? No, same goes for you, babe. Don't feel bad. These are your prices. Now, I will say this. I'm probably going to get a little bit hate for this, but it's okay. There are some of you who are charging a insane amount of money, which is great. Do you, boo-boo? Like, that's amazing. But you got to have the, the knowledge and the experience to back charging those prices. Um, I saw somebody years ago who was fresh out of cosmetology school charging the same thing as one of the master colorists in my salon was charging. And I was like, wait, uh, how'd that happen? But either way, ultimately, I'm not here to tell you don't or do charge, you know, charge what you think you're worth, but just be mindful that there's experience backing up what you're charging. And that way you won't feel bad for charging the clients what you're charging. Like if you have invested in education, if you've invested years in your craft and your career and mentoring and learning and you've put in the time and these are what your prices are at, there should be zero guilt. You shouldn't feel bad because you spent a shit ton of money on education and a shit ton of your time growing and learning and, and leveling up, you're going to charge for that. But if you're, you know, <clears throat> a year out of beauty school, didn't, uh, didn't assist, didn't do anything, and just, you know, you're 
you didn't put in that time and you're charging hundreds or thousands of dollars, then I could see why you might feel bad. But if your prices are your prices for a reason and you're valid in them, don't feel bad. You're running a business. So the last reason is that they're friends and family, etc. The discounting for family and friends, it's a personal choice. Here's my issue with this is where do you draw the line? So I don't know about you, but a lot of my clients have turned into friends over the years. Like we go out to dinner, we go out for drinks, sushi, whatever. So do I just give everyone a discount because we're friends now? Because if I did, I would be broke. So it's a thousand percent your choice if you're going to discount for your friends and family. But be cautious with it. Honestly, be cautious with it. Once again, you can absolutely get taken advantage of, especially if you go about it the wrong way. This is just lessons from me to you, okay? I get it. Friends and family, we want to hook them up. Especially early on in the career, in your career, yes. But you got to set the boundary or else what's going to happen is 10 years later, you're still going to be charging your best friend $30 for a three-hour service. And you're going to want to like shoot yourself for letting yourself do that. So just be mindful, okay? So that was uh, mistake number two is the whole discounting of clients. And mistake number three, oh my God, this drives me crazy, especially now you guys are in your suites. Everybody's leaving big salons. You have your little space and it's decorated all cute and you're showing it on Instagram, but you're not freaking selling retail. What are you doing? What are you doing? There are so many of you that you don't sell retail. And here's the thing. I'm not judging because I get it. The reason is because it's usually rooted in fear. This is feelings again, right? They're already spending so much money on their hair. I don't want to add another $100 to their ticket. I feel bad. I don't want to seem too pushy. I'm not a salesperson. I don't know how to bring it up. It's so awkward. I don't know. Do these sound familiar? I bet they do. Most of us have been there, guys, okay? Most of us have been there afraid to sell the retail because of X, Y, and Z. We're afraid. We're nervous. We don't want to seem pushy, blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. That's fine. But here's the thing. The solution to eliminating your fear of selling retail is quite simple. It's just perspective. So your perspective on selling retail right now is probably skewed. So you're probably not seeing the benefits of selling retail and how it's not only drastically going to help your business, um, but how it's going to help your clients. And you're not seeing it because your mind is so clouded with fear and uncertainty that you don't even see the benefit and you're saying, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. It's not even worth it. But I said this earlier and I'm going to say this again. What your client can and cannot afford is none of your business. By recommending and selling your clients retail, you're doing two things. So one, you're ensuring your work by having them use professional products. Nothing drives me crazy. Like a client telling me they use fucking Garnier or Pert Plus. I'm like, no, 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 no. Or Aussie. Oh, my God. Yes. No, please don't do that. So... <laughs> You're ensuring your work by having them use professional product. This is going to increase the longevity of their color as well as maintain the integrity of their hair between salon visits. So bonus, they're also going to put forth the effort to style their hair if they're using quality products. If they just spent $50, $80, or $100 on products, guess what? They're going to do their hair. Their hair is going to look bomb more often than not. When their hair looks bomb, it is a walking advertisement for you in turn, you will get referrals. Hello. 
Hello, let's encourage our clients to make their hair cute, right? They spend all this money on their color. Let's teach them how to style it, make it look good, make them feel good, and they're going to bring us new clients. Winner, winner. Okay, also, selling retail is an additional source of revenue for you, especially, especially you babes in salon suites. You can retail whatever products you want. Are you freaking kidding me? The margins for retail product sales are massive, guys. Massive. Even if you're not selling a full-blown line with all the pomades and waxes and textures, like you don't need all that shit. Even if it's just, what does every client use? Shampoo, conditioner, maybe a leave-in, maybe an oil, maybe a heat protector, and hairspray. That's it. You don't need to carry 5,000 SKUs, guys. But every client that leaves should leave with at least a shampoo and conditioner because they're using it. They're shampooing their hair with something. Why not it be what you sell them? Okay, so recommending and selling retail products has nothing to do with you. Everything to do with your clients. Using professional products only helps them in the long run. So if you're too afraid to sell the products, just recommend it. Start with just recommending it to them. A good shampoo and conditioner one visit. Maybe next visit, hey, here's a leave-in with a heat protector. I notice your hair is a little dry. Educate your clients on why you recommend these products and watch them fly off of your shelves. They will. What I have found is when I have my, my shelves stocked, I don't even have to say anything. Clarence like, oh, which shampoo would you recommend? Which one? This looks good. This is pretty. This smells good. What about this dry shampoo? You know. Just have it there. Especially if it's cute packaging, it's going to sell itself. And at the end of the day, yes, they're spending three, four, five, six hundred $600 on investment of their hair should they not invest in things to make it look and feel good. There is a difference from what Target sells them from what you sell them. Okay? So huge mistake. Huge mistake. If you're, especially if you're new, especially if you're just in a sola or a salon suite, get yourself some retail, okay? I promise you. If you, it, it's just, it's really bad if you don't sell retail. It's 100% markup, guys. Like 100%. You spend $20 on a bottle of shampoo, you sell it for $40. You made your money back and then some, okay? So stay green. Always strive to grow. Don't get into that I already know, I know everything mentality. It's not going to work for you. Do not cut yourself short by discounting your services. You're running a business. You are a professional. You are Louis Vuitton, baby. Do not discount your shit. <laughs> and then sell retail, seriously. Get into the habit and the behavior while you're still green. You're going to thank yourself later. You will thank yourself later. Okay, that was the three career crushing mistakes that I could think of. I'm sure there's more, but those are big. Those are big ones. So let's work on shifting those, yeah? Cool, guys. Until next time, happy hair coloring.